hello there. Hello, Dave. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm good. good. We want to say welcome to West Franklin Talk. Yes, we do. We're back for another episode, and um, I've already said his name. He's Matt Pearson. I'm Dave Cruz, and we are thrilled to be back. Yeah. So, Matt, anything new and exciting going on since we were here last with Jessica? I mean, aren't we all just living the dream? Living the COVID-19 dream? I mean, ooh, that rhymed. I was going to say, mine's more like a little bit of a nightmare, but it's still you know, a dream, technically. I, thought, I wonder if our listeners would want to hear that we had an interview with a potential student pastor today. No, none of them care. Okay. We did. <laughs> they they and, care. And uh, whether or not he's the guy or not, I don't know. The jury's still out there. Only God knows. But he showed up in a long sleeve shirt and a tie looking nice, and I had shorts on. Yes. I, I laughed at that. I should have sent him a message going, dude, be be casual. It's okay. We will be. Yeah. And then we sat outside. Yeah. And I'm sure he was sweating. Yeah. I, I kept looking for the beads on his forehead. They were there. They I saw, were. I saw them. Yeah. So um, one of the moments where we took a break so so we could run to restrooms, I noticed he was wiping his brow. Thank you for saying we, because yes. we all know it's me. I, that has, I wasn't going to throw you under I the bus have, that I, way. Well, I appreciate it, but I, I have a baby bladder and I don't, I'm not ashamed to let people know. See, this this podcast has already gone places I did not anticipate. We've yeah. now talked about baby bladders and uh, restroom breaks and um, shorts and interviews. Yeah. Yes, so it's good. It's so. good, and I'm I'm excited. I don't again. I don't know. We're still we're still in the process of interviewing, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited about what God perhaps may be up to. Yes, walked out of that uh, time with him very encouraged. Yeah, me so too. Hopefully, uh, we'll see. Yeah. In the next couple weeks. Do you ever get discouraged, Dave? <laughs> you know the answer to that one. Never. <laughs> Never do I get discouraged, Matt. How about depressed? Yeah, maybe for like a 30-minute period when I was 14. Okay. That was specific. I was trying to be funny. It oh, wasn't okay. as funny All as right. I wanted okay. it to be. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were real. I was like, did you lose your dog? What? No. no okay. Just being an angsty teenager. Yeah, so. what are what are what are some things that uh, I'm going somewhere with this? We're yes. kind of shifting gears yeah. to the sermon. Mm-hmm. I believe Elijah was depressed. Yes. What are some reasons? Why do you think some people get depressed, or why do you think a lot of people get depressed? I've been depressed. You know, I think a lot of times expectations don't meet reality. Yes, and we don't know how to process yes. that well. Folks, Dave had no idea the direction I was going. And he just set it up on a tee. I believe that's why Elijah was depressed. Mm -hmm. Experienced Mount Carmel. Jezebel's Jezebel's wife. Ahab's wife, Jezebel, wanted to kill him. Mm -hmm. And then he goes into this deep depression. Yeah. And the first prayer, at least, that we read is, I'm no greater than my ancestors. Yeah. Yeah. If you you haven't read... Elijah's story leading up to the question we're going to explore. You need to go do it. It's amazing. It is. The things that this man did in a really short window of time. Yeah. uh, Do you you realize he ran a marathon in that time frame too? Ran a marathon? Yeah. If you go read it, it talks about he ran from this town to this town. Yeah. I did read that. When you go look back at where the maps were, it was about 26 miles he ran in a short period of time. What's fascinating about that 
is. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew he ran, uh-huh. but I didn't know it was marathon length. Yeah. He walked from Beersheba mm-hmm. to Mount Horeb. Yes. 40 days, 40 nights. Yeah. Which, if I'm, and I've done a little little digging on this, so it's not my research necessarily that I've personally done, but what I've read from folks. When he was a depressed, he averaged half a mile an hour Ooh. of walking. Yeah. And so we know he could run 26.2 miles right. in, a, in a quick manner, but when he was down and needed to walk, yeah. he took his time. Yeah. And there's so many things we could talk about with that, sure. you know, just sure. the physical effect of uh, mental illness and depression and yeah. just all of that. But yeah, if you haven't, again, go read the story of First Elijah. Kings 17, 18, 19, mm-hmm. on into 20. It's uh, it's 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 fascinating. It's reading. one of my favorite biblical accounts out yeah. there. So, yeah. should have had good. you preach this one. Sorry. No, no. You you need you need to be up there. Okay. Well, um, as you said from the stage, Dave got enough time the other night. Oh gosh, I was kidding. I was kidding. I was being sarcastic. I know you are being very sarcastic. Now, I, Josh, I, yeah, he had yeah. way too much time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Josh. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I, when when God asked Elijah, what are you doing here? I, I believe the emphasis, and again, I wasn't there, and so this is speculation, mm-hmm. but I believe the emphasis is what are you doing here? Right. Because where was he when God did it? Mount Horeb, where Moses had been. Mm-hmm. And Moses took 40 days and 40 nights to get to the mountain of God. And twice there, God says, what are you doing here? After Elijah prayed, I'm no better than my dad. Yeah. In other words, I thought I would be farther along than right, this. Right, right. I thought I'd be past be wanting to be killed by Jezebel. I thought I'd be the greatest of all time at this point in my career. Right. And here I am, and it's as if he is demonstrating, I want to be like Moses, greatest prophet, greatest, arguably the greatest Israelite mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. And God says, what are you doing here? Yeah. When this it, isn't your like this was Moses's calling. Yeah. This isn't yours. And when you, the way you just phrased it, made me just realize though Elijah was looking at Moses well after Moses was done. Mm-hmm. If he had really dug into all the junk Moses had dealt with, he'd have realized real quick. Oh wait, he, you had it hard mm-hmm. too. But yeah. I'm only seeing the end results right. and the reputation. The, no pun intended. The mountaintop. Yes. Moments. Yeah. yeah. And so he probably was like, yeah, yeah, he didn't have to deal with all this stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, well, he did. Right. <laughs> you just forgot. Now, to your point of why a reason, a big reason I think many of us get depressed, I think there are a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but a big one is we have in our mind what our life should look like. Yes. We have in our mind what our career should look like. Mm-hmm. We have in our mind what our bank account should look like. We have in our mind what our family should look like. Yes. And we get to a certain point and we realize it's nowhere near this wasn't what I planned. Right. This wasn't what I thought. And so we get depressed. Elijah finished with Mount Carmel, predicts the rain. It comes. Jezebel wants to kill him. Wait, it's supposed to be better than this. Yep. And so God says, what are you doing here? This isn't, this isn't your calling. This was Moses. Here's, here's your life. Yeah. I love what God does for Moses. He never rebukes him. Never can he, he he asked the question, mm-hmm. but he never condemns him. He never shames him. He never guilts him. Right. He's very patient with him. 
And I love I love what he does, and and everybody knows that we're recording this before the sermon, so I'm I'm still I'm still working through some things that I hope have ironed out before Sunday. But God, just the way God goes after him, mm-hmm. he provides he he, wa- he wants to give Moses time and space to process the questions. Hang on, you keep saying Moses. Do you mean Moses oh, or Elijah? I'm sorry. No, I'm thank, asking. I'm just making that, sure. Thank you for that clarification. I mean Elijah. Okay. He gives Elijah time and space to process the question. Mm-hmm. I mean, he asked, just like Jonah last week, twice in short amount of verses, he asked, what are you doing here, Elijah? In other words, I, I, need, you to, I need you to go there. I need you to ask yourself, why, what are, you, what are you doing here? And so he gives him time and space because he takes, we know he takes 40 days and 40 nights, which I believe is symbolic, Elijah's way of wanting to be like Moses. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, if you walk a half mile an hour, and that's if you walk 12 hours a day, so that's 12 hours of sitting. Mm-hmm. And so if you walk half mile a day for 40 days and 40 nights, that's a lot of time to process. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of time where he's not profiting. And I don't mean P-R-O-F-I-T-I-N-G. Right. I mean being a prophet. Right. And so he's giving him that space, and also he's giving him time and space to get energy back. So what's the first thing he does? Makes bread. Yeah. And so I would say one of the first things we, we could do if you're depressed is eat eat those things that give you energy. Mm-hmm. Eat healthy. Yeah. Uh, go for a walk. Yes. Put your phone down. Yes. Go for a walk. If it takes 40 days, 40 nights, you're not working. You don't have to work during that time. Right. Um. And so he, 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 he gives him that, that strength. And also we read that he gives him sleep. Sometimes you just need to take a nap. Yep. Sometimes you just need to go to sleep. Sometimes you just need to rest. Yep. Forgive. That's actually the first thing we read he does after he cries out. This is before he asks the questions in chapter 19, after, after Moses goes a, a day into the wilderness. And Elijah just says, goes a day into the wilderness. Golly, thank you, Dave. I, I need to work on that yeah. before. Uh, you do that Sunday, I'm going to be flagging you yeah, down from the back. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Elijah, excuse me, our listeners, Elijah goes a day in the wilderness and then says, I want to die. I know better than my father's. And after the prayer, he, re- he takes a nap. Yeah. He goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. And so he gives him time and space to process things. He gives him time and space to restore his energy. And then... He takes him to the side of the mountain where Moses probably saw the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And it's like he gives him time and space to remember that God works most in the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah. Now, where's the fire? Well, there's the fire, but God's not in the fire. Mm-hmm. Where's the Where's the shaking of the earth? There's the earthquake, but God's not in the earthquake. Um, where's the wind? Is is God in the Is God in the wind? No. He's in the still small voice. Yeah. Think about that for a second. It's the same place Moses saw the glory. Yeah. Elijah saw the glory too, but he just saw it totally different. Yeah. It God's just showing him I'm not one dimensional. Mm, and so you're good. you're looking for me to give a one dimensional life. So good. No. Yeah. You gotta recognize you serve a God who's much multifaceted. Yeah. And your life might be totally different than another believer's. Right. That so. is so good. So helpful. Um and I, I'm very guilty, Dave, of looking for God in the big things mm-hmm. and totally missing him Sure, in the mundane, ordinary things. Um, I forget that he's there at the supper table. Yeah. I forget that he's there when I get home and Luke is sitting on the porch with me. 
I'm, I'm, I look for the big supernatural, and I guess it all is supernatural, but I look for the big charismatic right. kabooms. Well, and that's and some of that, though, I think is our cultural conditioning. Yeah. And maybe it's beyond just the, the United States culture, but, I mean, everything that is presented, reported on, made famous is usually, man, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Do you mm-hmm. see what they did? Right. You don't hear much about and did you hear about the person who was just faithful to his family for 50 right. years and uh, no one ever knows anything he did other than he worked and went home and hung out with them? Yeah. That's, so we're, I think we're conditioned yeah. to want and look for only the big, mm. which is a shame. It is. It is. We miss so much. At least yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. I can't speak for everyone else, but I know I do. Eugene Peterson wrote a book called Subversive Spirituality. Mm. Speaks a lot about that. Um and then one of the last things that I see God doing for Elijah is it's a way of humbling him, mm-hmm. but it's also reminding him that he's part of a larger story. Yes. I mean, he was he answers God's question twice with, I'm the only one. Yeah. I've been living for you. I've been preaching for you, and here's just me. Right. And now Jezebel wants to kill me, and it's just over. And God says, um... No, <laughs> it's not all about you. Right. There's others who have not bowed the knee. There are others who are living for me, and I think it's time for you to pass the torch to Elisha. Yeah. And that is so helpful, especially, Dave, especially in this COVID-19 world. It's it's very easy to just focus on right now. Mm-hmm. That it's horrible. It's never going to get beyond this way, this, this time. Um and forget that it's part of a bigger picture. I'm so glad we're having the Lord's Supper Sunday. Yes. Because it's a reminder that we are a part of a larger story. Whenever we get together and have the Lord's Supper, yes, we remember what he did, but we also eat until he comes back. Yeah. It's part of a part of a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. It will be. Yeah. If you ever I know you don't watch much TV because you just simply can't do your home circumstances but in many if not most of the new um i say new forums like netflix hulu right. amazon prime things i don't have those things people just tell me sure <laughs> I, I have amazon prime and okay. disney plus okay a lot of times when you pause let's just say you're watching indiana jones okay when you pause all the scenes come up, or a lot of the scenes come up at the bottom. Sure. So let's just say you pause when Harrison Ford's in a bad way and it doesn't look good. Right. You see the scenes and you realize this is just one scene. It's going to get better. Hopefully, yes. Yes. Well, as a Christian, you know it's going to get better. Yes. And so, and if you've seen Indiana Jones, you know it's going to get better. It's been better. a while, but I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. I believe what God's doing with Elijah is here you are. But I got a lot more that I'm doing. Yes. You're just part of this God story. Yeah. I, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, you know, the, the thoughts, you know me well enough now, I usually push back with, well, what about? Yeah, well, sure. You know, I, I think we. I want to be cautious. Yes, it is going to get better. But it's not a promise it's going to get better while you're still alive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I don't mean that. It's going to end just like a Indiana Jones movie. 
Well, uh, you can really think about that movie. They opened up the Ark of the Covenant, and man, it wasn't okay, maybe, good for them. Maybe a bad example. Yeah, I was about to say. Maybe a bad example. Maybe Rocky. <laughs> well, oh. I haven't seen that one. I don't know. Okay. Well, Rock, Rocky it looks bad in the fight, but he ends up winning. Okay, that kind great. of thing. I knew he won. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Bad example. But you, you get what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. Life may stink the whole time you're alive. But as a follower of Jesus, this is one scene of a much grander story. Yes. And God is allowing us to live in it now, knowing that what's coming for the believer is un- undescribable. Un- yeah, undescribable. Un- untold glories. Yeah. I mean, that that is what gets me through a lot. Yeah. As we deal with things in our day-to-day life yeah. that I'm just like, hey. It stinks right now, but mm-hmm. one day. Yeah. Paul said, if this is all we got, let's just eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow yeah. we die. Yeah. But this isn't. Right. Hallelujah. Praise God for that. Yeah. All we've got. And so I, I love what God does. He never rebukes him. He joins him in the midst of his pity party. Mm-hmm. Doesn't let him stay there. Right. But he loves him through it. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know exactly how long it took. We know the 40 days and 40 nights. But the other parts could have been months, years. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure some scholar out there knows. But I mean, it's not directly in the scripture, so it's all conjecture, right? So, and I wish I could tell our listeners that if you're battling depression right now, then it'll go away if you just walk through these steps that God did with Elijah. But that's just not how. That's yeah. not how life works. No, I believe these steps can help. Yes, but there's no promise right. that it's going to get solved. Right. You may deal with it. Right. Till. God calls you home. Right. Which isn't exactly reassuring because in the moment you're looking for relief. Yeah. It's just nothing wrong with that. No. I believe sometimes he gives relief. Sometimes he meets us even more so in the muck. Yes. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So so you kind of gave a few thoughts for folks that might be dealing with the disappointment of mm-hmm. expectations versus reality. Mm-hmm. Let's be practical for someone right now who's yeah. who's kind of going through what Elijah did. Hey, yeah. life is not lining up the way I thought it was going to. Right. What what do we encourage them with? Well, I'm going to take my cues from the story. Great. Um, I would. We've already alluded to a couple of them. One, I would say, I would say, turn the news off, turn the phone off, and go for a walk. Go outside. Sure. Get some exercise. Yeah. Go outside. Um, watch the birds. Yeah. Matthew six. Okay. Um, go stare out your go stare out your window at nature. Mm-hmm. Um, do do what you have to do to to get away from a screen and just look at look at creation. Sure, and get your heart rate up if you can. Um, I would say pay attention to what you put in your body. Food, drink, mm-hmm. pay attention to that. I'm not a, I'm not a dietitian. I don't eat healthy all the time. Lord knows, but it affects your mood. Sure, it affects it affects everything. So pay attention to that. Get rest. It may, you may be sleeping too much, and maybe you need to go outside more. But many of you may may not be, and uh, you need to you need to put your head down on your pillow when when you can and, and get some rest. Um, I would say, Dave, to maybe ask, maybe journal the question: mm-hmm. What are you doing here? Yeah. Or why are you feeling this way? Sure. And write it out. Yeah. Be honest with the Lord. I mean, Elijah was. I mean, on this side of it, Elijah seems like a pitiful, whiny prophet to us. But in the midst of it, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. And so, write it out, and be. And, and it's amazing what happened. Or, or maybe if you're like me, you have horrible handwriting. Type it out. Sure. 
Um, but ask the question, what are you doing here? Like last week, why are you so angry? Yeah. Or why, why are you depressed? What is, what has pushed you that way? And, and, and be honest. It's like, God, I thought, I thought I wouldn't, I thought I'd be somewhere else sure. right now. I want to be like such and such instead of this and this. Yeah. And let God gently love you into the reality that he's joining you in this story that he has for you right now. Yeah. And I think all of us, even though it's much easier to say than do, all of us would say we'd rather be where God is than live some life that we thought we'd want where he's not. Yeah. Hopefully people would want to say that. Yeah. Um, I don't always live that way. Sure. But it's true. And so journal that out. And, and again, this is going to sound cliche, Dave, but there's so much hope that comes when you focus on what we, when we partake of the Lord's Supper, that we are a part of a family. We're part of a bigger picture. This isn't all there is. Yeah. That's true. And so whether that means you need to protect the Lord's Supper yourself, which I recommend with the body of Christ more than anything, mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe go back and watch our sermon, our service and take it with us again mm-hmm. uh, if, you, if you weren't able to be there, or just go back and reflect on the fact that this isn't all there is. Right. God has allowed me to be part of a bigger story. Yeah. I'm going to add two thoughts, add, uh, extra thoughts. Throw them out. Uh have been through depression, mm-hmm. and as we walk through that as a family, uh, our therapist said, "Go serve, mm. go good. do something that isn't about you." Mm. Which then led me to believe I have to stop <clears throat> com- playing the comparison game. Mm. I have to stop looking at my peers who whose life seems to be where I want to be, mm. who are making four or five times what I'm making, mm. who have you know two and a half perfect kids and all of that jazz. Yeah, uh, stop playing the comparison game. Go do something that's not about you. Mm-hmm. Go serve somewhere. Go volunteer at the food shelter, whatever it is. Um, and we realized real quick, oh, when we weren't thinking about our problems, all of a sudden they weren't quite as overwhelming. That's so good. So, yeah. But yeah, everything yeah. else you said, I agree with that too. Yeah. It's good. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, two thoughts. That was it. Go out and serve and stop playing the comparison. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I thought that was part of one no, big one no. big. Well, I mean, it probably was, but I just chunked yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think? And again, I'm I'm, I'm breathing this text this mm-hmm. week, so I don't want to put too much into it. But <clears throat> do you think Elijah did that with Elisha? Maybe. I think I'd have to think on that one because Elisha yeah, kind of sought him out to a degree. Did he did? Okay. I'll have to go back and read the text again. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. I may be I may be forcing some application there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's good. And you said therapist. I mean. Good grief. I've never met a soul. Listen to me, listeners. I have never met a soul that does not need counseling. That's the truth. There is no one. If you say you don't need counseling, you are in denial. And you need counseling. Yeah. Yeah. There is no one who doesn't. And so get it. Yeah. You say, well, yeah, I could I could go on. but I'll, And if you I'll need stop. help finding a counselor, reach out to us. Yes. We have resources with through Brentwood that we can help you find a counselor. Yeah, and uh, if Brentwood can't help you, we might know a few people outside of the Brentwood system. Yep. So there we, you go. We we want to help. Men- mental illness is a real, real thing. Mm-hmm. Let us help you. Yeah, and it doesn't mean you're crazy. Right. It just means you're struggling. Yep. Yep. Welcome to the struggle bus. And if you are depressed, you're in good company. Elijah and Moses met with Jesus on the mountain. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good company. Yep, I would say it is. Yeah.
Peter about passed out. <laughs> <laughs> that he did. Yeah. That he did. Yeah. Good uh, stuff, Dave. It Thank is. You. I, I'm thank, thankful for this passage. Mm-hmm. Thankful for Elijah. Yeah. Such a diverse example for us today. Mm-hmm. Cool. Matt, anything going on we need to let folks know about in the life of West Franklin? Just that we don't know when stuff's going to start happening again. Amen. I wish I did. I wish we did, too. It'd be nice to be able to say, here's the magic date. Yeah, maybe sooner rather than later. Be praying that way. Yeah. It'd be good. All right. Well, whoa, that's really loud, but that's okay. Matt and I want to say thanks for being here with us today. Uh, We'll be back next week to unpack the sermon and talk about whatever craziness rolls off of our lips and out of our heads. So that's a good way to describe what usually happens (laughs) in here. That's that's exactly right. All right. Well, y'all have a great rest of the week, and we will be back with you soon. See you later.